getting reaction to the uh, biggest story of the day and undoubtedly one of the biggest of the summer. Governor J.B. Pritzker's decision to cancel the 2020 Illinois State Fair along with the fair in Duquoin. Now, literally just minutes after that press release dropped from the governor's office, State Representative Tim Butler was out with a press release expressing his disapproval of the governor's action. He joins us live here this afternoon. Representative, we always appreciate your time. Thanks. Jim, I, I appreciate being on. Thank you. You're you're bothered by the governor's decision, yet you had to see it coming, because I think we've all been expecting it for weeks now. So what what's your objection? Yeah, I don't, you know, I, I certainly wasn't overly surprised. Um, the governor has hinted at this for a couple months now. And, you know, look, I don't, I don't downplay um, the problems that we have with COVID. Obviously, this is a serious health pandemic for our country and our world. Uh, and, and I think a lot of us have tried to, um, you know, take the right steps and, 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 and do things properly to try to address it. But, you know, I, I do think that, um, you know, we, there was the opportunity, I think, to work collaboratively to, to try to maybe reimagine the 2020 Illinois State Fair. And, you know, I, I had some discussions with the Department of Agriculture. I, I get along with Director uh, Costello very well. I, I really do. And I have a lot of respect for Jerry. Um, you know, and I, I made some suggestions over the last couple of months about, you know, can we, can we do a virtual concert with some big Illinois act and have money going to the fairgrounds foundation? Can we do harness racing without people in the stands that you're seeing going on at, you know, other places? Can we, can we at least open up some of the vendors and maybe have some of the community people come on the fairgrounds in a socially distant manner, you know, in the evening or something like that? Um, I think there was the opportunity to work together to try to get something done because by law, it's an Illinois state law that we shall have an Illinois state fair in Springfield and Decoin. So I think the opportunity was there to work collaboratively. Obviously, the governor's office decided that that wasn't going to be the case. And, um, you know, we have today's announcement that, that we're not going to have a state fair at all, which I think is a, I mean, it's, it's a sad day for me as somebody who loves the state fair. I'm sure it's just, I know you love setting up the radio <laughs> every day on, on the hot Illinois state fairgrounds and so many. And I think the governor loves the state fair as well. I just think we missed a real opportunity to maybe reimagine uh, the state fair in a COVID world this year to try to to try to make something happen for the people of Illinois. Well, you, you said you were upset he didn't collaborate, but it sounds like, in fact, you, you did get the chance to communicate those ideas to the, the governor's people, to the Department of Agriculture. Uh, so was it a question of uh, not collaborating or a question of just them not taking your ideas? Well, I think this is some. I think this, this speaks to issues – uh, you know, a lot of us have voiced the frustrations with the, the lack of communication and the lack of collaboration out of the governor's office when it comes to the response to COVID. And I think this is just another area where, where I mean, the governor was the one that started talking about this a couple months ago when he, you know, he's dropped it a couple times about the Illinois State Fair. You know, and I think that would have been a really good opportunity at that time, uh, if you're thinking about it already, hey, why don't we pull a group of people together, community members, some legislators who are interested in other people, vendors, I don't know. And, and, you know, maybe have a working group to try to, to to work with the fairgrounds, to work with Kevin Gordon, to work with Jerry Costello, to say, hey, what can what can we do to to, uh, to try to pull this off? And that's, you know, look, that's on the governor's team. This is, this is an operation that falls under the executive branch of government, uh, under the Department of Agriculture. Uh, and I think that's on them to try to do it. But, but that's not the avenue they took. I, I understand it. That's not the avenue they took. So, you know, we're, we're going to have a 
year that the that the state fair just goes completely by the boards. Is there anything to suggest to you they didn't consider those sorts of alternatives? I mean, I can certainly see pros, but also cons to harness racing with nobody in the stands, nobody able to, to place bets there on hand. Uh, a, a virtual concert has a lot of logistical you know concerns with it. Uh, and can you really make that kind of money off of it? Can you enforce social distancing once you get people onto the fairgrounds? Uh, is it I mean, do you do you know they just ignored the ideas, or did they look at it and say we just don't think they're going to work? I don't know. I mean, that's that's a question. That's a question for the administration. You know, I I didn't really get any response back on on some of those suggestions. And and you know, again, I, I you know, I don't I, I don't fault the department. Uh, I I think you know, I think Kevin Gordon does a great job at the fair. I think Jerry, Jerry Costello is a great director. I think they've got a great team at Ag trying to, and, and they've got a lot of things going on in the world right now that they got to pay attention to. Obviously, you know, you have a whole whole problem with the with the the pork industry right now that they're that they're trying to address and so on so but i just you know again i think this um uh, you know look jim you know me i'm somebody that believes in working collaboratively i think this would have been a very good opportunity for the governor to say hey um let's see if we can do something and if it didn't you know if what would have been the harm in taking the last couple months and trying to figure something out and then if it didn't work out it didn't work out um, and I think it would have been the op- an opportunity to at least, you know, show something to the state of Illinois that we're going to we're kind of try to do something with the state fair and 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 pull something off that at least brings a little bit of hope and, and brightness to people's day because people do love the state fair and I think it would just it just would have been a good opportunity to try to do something but you know that's not the decision they made so. You've uh, you've referenced the, uh, the the state law that requires there to be an Illinois State Fair, and um, it, it does certainly do that, but it doesn't really say what form that, that fair takes. But I, my understanding from the governor's office, I just got something from him a moment ago, uh, that the governor, in effect, in the, uh, in the under the executive order that he's filed, cites the Illinois Emergency Management Act uh, as giving him the authorization to, in effect, negate the, the State Fair Act in this case. So from, from your standpoint, is that a, a sound legal uh, judgment to make in deciding not to hold the state fair this year? Well, you know, look, I'm, I'm not an attorney. I've read the emergency management act. I've read the state fair act. I know what they say. Uh, I personally don't believe that the governor has the executive authority to overrule and ignore existing state law. I don't believe that is legally sound in my non-lawyerly opinion, that, that he has the ability to do that. Now, the State Fair Act doesn't provide a penalty to the governor if, if or the department if they don't have a state fair. It's, it's, you know, it's going to be an audit finding when they have their next audit, probably, the fact they didn't have a state fair. Now, could somebody potentially maybe go to court, somebody who's got a real interest in the state fair, and, and say, you know, this is we need to have a state fair, this is what it says? Sure. I mean, that's somebody could, could probably do that, I would guess. I don't think the governor has the ability just to say, just to completely ignore state law and say I'm going completely against it just because he signed an executive order. I, I don't believe that's the case. Now, you know, if you want to just come out and, and be straight and just say, hey, look, we don't, we can't do this because of the pandemic and we're going to, you know, it's going to be an audit finding or whatever, that that's fine. But I don't think he has under an EO to the ability to do that. Could that somebody who goes to court perhaps be the state lawmaker who lives just blocked from the <laughs> Illinois State Fairground? I mean, we've seen other look, lawmakers sue yeah, over, it, over other executive orders. Look, I don't, I don't have the desire to go to, to, to go to court. 
on something like this. I love the state fair. I think it's a great thing for it. It's, it's a tragedy. We're not going to have it this year because of the loss to our economy. But, you know, I, I'm, I don't have the means to be uh, going off the court on, on all sorts of things like this. Um, you know, I, I obviously let my, my feelings known through the statement I put out and obviously happy to talk to the media and I'm happy to talk to the, the governor's office. It's just it's, it's a decision that, that I'm unfortunately going to have to live with. Uh, but, I, you know, my hope would be that the governor listens a little bit and tries to find some way to work collaboratively, collaboratively on things. I just got off the phone not too long ago with Representative Terry Bryant from Southern Illinois. She's very concerned about a very large international shooting event that we have at the Sparta Shooting Complex, the state facility, and the fact that the governor might cancel that coming up. And that's a huge draw to that area of the state. And I think if the governor could find a way to pick up the phone and maybe work collaboratively with some Republicans, which I'm happy to do. I'm not going to agree with them 100 percent of the time, and he knows that, and I'm sure my constituents know that, but I'm happy to find ways that we can work together on. And the state fair would have been a really good one in a nonpartisan way to find ways to work together on. And if the end result had been the same, that we don't have a state fair because we still got a pandemic, you would you'd be more comfortable with it if there had just been that that greater outreach? Well, I, I, I would have, if there would have been a, a process set up on collaboration, you know, I probably would have been happy to, to join them today saying, here's the reasons why we can't have a state fair. I think it makes a lot more difficult for me when, you know, I've put suggestions out there and I've put ideas out there and the fact that they know me as someone who, who will work with them on things. Um, and that didn't happen. So, um, yeah, I mean, if, if we would have gone through the process and said it absolutely can't happen, I probably would have been in the statement to say, here's why it can't happen today. State Representative Tim Butler, we appreciate your time. Thanks. Take care.